Welcome. This is one of three episodes in a series where I discuss some of the effects COVID-19 has had on our most marginalized groups. Today, we'll be focusing on LGBTQ plus students. The following is part of the United States Department of Education's recent report, Education in a Pandemic the disparate impacts of COVID-19 on America's students. Quote, during the pandemic, LGBTQ plus students in elementary and secondary schools have faced particularly heightened risks for anxiety and stress and have lost regular access to affirming student organizations and supportive peers, teachers, and school staff. These students are also at an increased risk of isolation and abuse from unsupportive or actively hostile family members, end quote. The isolation experienced due to the pandemic disproportionately affects LGBTQ plus students. Many LGBTQ plus social organizations and institutions shut down or went virtual during the pandemic, which led to many of those who identify as LGBTQ to stay home with emotionally and physically violent family members. Students that live with unsupportive parents face a toll on their physical, emotional, and mental health, especially for young LGBTQ plus students and LGBTQ plus students of color. In a recent study from the Williams Institute at the University of California, Los Angeles School of Law, found that 65% of transgender students said their ability to pursue their studies was impeded by the pandemic, compared to 39% of all other students. 31% of transgender students report that they didn't have reliable internet access or a quiet place for their remote classes, compared to 5% of cisgendered students. In a paper from the University of Virginia School of Law by Burris et al. in 2020, suggestions are given to support LGBTQ communities during the pandemic. One of the suggestions is for policymakers. Quote, policymakers must implement anti-discrimination protections that cover the needs of LGBT individuals, such as access to certain medical services, end quote. So what if you're not a policymaker, but you want to be supportive of your LGBTQ friends and family? What can you do? For one, check in with your LGBTQ plus friends and family. Ask them how they are, how the pandemic has affected them, and how you can support them during this time. In preparation for this episode, I found very few scholarly articles regarding LGBTQ students and their experiences during the pandemic. Even fewer were about K-12 LGBTQ plus students. This is probably due to K-12 students needing parent or guardian permission to be part of a study or survey. Many parents and or guardians may not be aware of their child or children's sexual orientation or identity. So if you're a researcher, consider LGBTQ plus youth and how their voices are not being represented in the literature. I wanted to know what real students were experiencing, so I asked a few high school students about these experiences. When I asked one student about their identity and their experience of being home during the pandemic, she responded the following. I guess it felt kind of easier, but also scary because I don't really want to have that conversation with my parents just yet. 
yeah. and also just afraid of their judgment or what they might think. On the other hand, when I asked another student about this, they responded that a lot came with being home. Is that with that came a coming to terms with uh, myself because there was no trying to fit in because the only person I was trying to fit in with was myself. I think it's very clear that LGBTQ plus students have faced adversity and struggles during the pandemic. We know that these students struggle with their identity because it isn't normal, whatever that means. Let's stop perpetually traumatizing students because of our own ignorance. Let's begin questioning our own freedoms, our own privileges, and how we can be more inclusive, more empathetic toward marginalized groups of students. If you're an educator trying to be more equitable, keep in mind that your LGBTQ plus students may be quote unquote problematic because of the adversities they're facing at home. Developing a positive classroom culture and environment is essential for all of our students to feel comfortable and safe. But creating this environment can also be very challenging. It requires us to engage on the very difficult journey of self-reflection. A simple step you can take in your classroom is to ask your students about their identity. This can take many forms. I usually ask my students for their preferred names and their pronouns in a beginning of the year survey. Also including your own preferred pronouns in your email signatures, any written correspondences and school accounts can be welcoming to your LGBTQ students. If you're an administrator, consider your school's dress code policy. Now that students are returning to the new normal of their education and after being subjugated from expressing their identities at home, LGBTQ students are ready to express their identities in many different ways. One way is through their clothing choice. Are students continued to be targeted for their attire? What is a distraction to students' learning environment? Their clothing choices or your confining policies? I'd love to hear your thoughts on Instagram or Twitter. Both of my handles are at educationwithr. I linked some resources in the description of this podcast. Overall, I want to remind educators to question their practices and pedagogy and how they may be inadvertently affecting disadvantaged students. In the next episode, I'll be discussing the inequities that students of color have faced amidst the pandemic. Thanks for listening.